Welcome back to Insurance Happy Hour. I'm Becky. I'm Laird. And we are in Vegas. And what are we doing here? Insure Tech Connect. So that little show. That that little show that uh, you know is <laughs> ITC. <laughs> yes, it's everybody's, ITC. Everybody's walking around advertising ITC today. Well, it's so funny because you know people see my name badge and they're like, "Oh, you're with the conference." No. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm an old OG. I'm I'm <laughs> the original ones here. <laughs> yes, yeah. No. And they're like, "Oh, I don't I haven't heard of you." Yeah, well, yeah, that's that, that that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is is that you go through this industry and you're like, "Okay, I can't really have an ego and I don't need an ego." But every once in a while it's like, "Okay, that 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 kind of hurt a yeah. little bit." But uh yeah, it's uh, fantastic. We're in our suite overlooking the um, Vegas Strip. It's phenomenal um, view. It is. It's, it, well, it looks better at night. It does. And, and I, we were talking about that, that uh, Vegas looks better at night. You know, during the day, it's just a whole bunch of buildings, <laughs> kind of dirty. It's uh, hot, nasty. It's horrible. Yeah. But you do that. So, uh, yeah, there's, what, 6,000 attendees at this show? Something. I heard about that. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's different because there's a lot of people that come to the show. You know, the show's morphed over the past three years that's been going on. The first year, it was very, you know, is is about distribution and all of that type of stuff. Right. And then since it's kind of morphed into the claim side and everything in the back end. So it's a new every single year brings new people, and some of the old people go. Eh, I don't have to go anymore. It's a very transformative show. Yeah, I, I remember two years ago it was a lot about disruption and changing the distribution model of the industry, and this year it's a lot less of that. Yeah, I've noticed. No longer getting rid of. No, no longer getting rid of the agent, now finding ways to better sell insurance and, right. and be all that. And that's what's kind of cool is that, um, you know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So uh, what, what sessions have, have you been going to? I went to one about the customer journey that had State Farm, Nationwide, and Fidelity Life, I think. There, talking about how they're, you know, trying to meet consumers where they want to be, um, you know, where they want to have contact, where they want to buy insurance. Then I went to one about cyber, which was interesting. That's, that's a, that's a huge topic that just continues to come around. And I'm glad that they're focusing a lot more effort on that, that topic, because we've talked about it on this podcast many, many, many times. And it's very important that, uh, we just continue that conversation. So I'm glad that they're actually having it. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was, there was some, you know, incumbent carriers who were there and then some startups who were trying to sell cyber direct to, uh, SMBs and instead of going through a broker, but it was, it was good because they were, they were very much like, this is constantly changing and it's a complicated risk. And you know, there's, it, it's going to continue to evolve because the hackers are evolving. Yeah, I, uh, we, we see that every single day with the changes in the hackers. And you, you see news, uh, places getting fished, people uh, getting emails hacked, getting everything. And it's, it's an ongoing, continuing issue that really needs to be discussed with everybody, not just the insurance industry. Um, you know, the insurance industry needs to be aware of it so that they can sell their customers, their businesses on that type of coverage. Mm-hmm. So, 
But, uh, you know, the other side about uh, the show is it's in Vegas, you know, we, we, as, we've, we've, as we've discussed so far. That makes it very hard. It is loud here. There's a lot of people. My voice is nearly wrecked already. And, you know, I feel like I sound like Barry White, you know. <laughs> and, you know, it's you're always having loud conversations. I mean, thousands of people in one room just talk. I mean, just going. And it is loud. And uh, then there's, there's all the other side acts that comes with Vegas, like gambling. Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's been, you know, insurance happy hour for two days straight now <laughs> <laughs> and continues for another two days. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an exhausting, exhausting show because you have all of the meetings and the, sh- the sessions and stuff during the day. And then, like you said, there's, it's Vegas. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot happening at night. Yeah. I'm, I'm wrecked from last night. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going on three hours of sleep. Yeah, then I'm probably in the same boat. And but uh, you know, it's really the proof that I see of this show is actually the um, the networking, the meeting everybody and seeing people you know, meeting new people. I think that that's the real value this show brings. It's not the sessions, it's not the exhibit time. It's getting to know and getting to talk to people in the industry, meeting new people. Explain, you know, talking about what you do, how you help things, how you, you know, you operate. And it gets me that so many people are very closed off about their business. They, they're like, oh, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want you to steal my idea or something like that. And, you know, there's, there's not many new ideas. It's just new ways of doing the old ideas. Right. No, I was actually having this exact conversation with someone earlier today who this is her first insurance tech connect she had never been here before but she's been to insurance conferences you know she's in the industry and she was commenting about how most shows people walk around with this stony face like i don't want to talk to you like mm-hmm. they don't want to meet you they don't want to find out what you what you do how you might be able to help them how they might be able to help you but and she was saying that's not the case here and i said well this show is all about meeting people and making connections and seeing how you can build partnerships or, or find services that can help you do what you do better. And that and I totally agree, that is the value of this show. Yeah, and I, I think that this show also brings newer blood, you know, like younger people that are looking to be excited about this industry. You go to a lot of the other insurance shows, and it's the old... Pale, male, and stale. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I might qualify on a few of those categories. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. But uh, uh, pale, yes. Male, stale. Uh, that's, uh, that's up for that's up for <laughs> But uh, no, and, you, you know, the crowd is much more diverse. Yes. And it's really good to see that. And some of the ideas that are coming out is like, this is actually a great idea. It's a new way of looking at things. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, we talk about InsureTech and, you know, it's kind of the, the thing of the industry with us being insurance technologies. That's kind of our, our stick, right? Yeah. But there's so many people that get scared of InsureTech. And then they come to the show and it's overwhelming. And they're like, oh, crap, did I miss the boat? Or am I, you know, just because I don't agree with what the guy on stage says, does that mean I'm wrong? And... 
there's a lot of worry in the intertech world right now. And I, I always tell people, listen, this is about learning. It's about how you could probably do your job better. And they, you know, they, they often don't want to hear that, that everybody can improve. And, uh, you're grumpy. I am grumpy. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to sit there and you know. I'm in Vegas. I love coming to Vegas. And people don't understand that when you're here on business, it's completely different. Yeah. I mean, it's crowded. Tons of people. It's you can't go off and go do shows or anything like that. You can't go see the Grand Canyon. You can't gamble. You can gamble a little bit, but I don't like to gamble. I know this is like, oh, like, oh you're, really? you're going to Vegas. How fun. I'm like, I, I don't care. Yeah. And you know, if, if I come to Vegas to gamble, I come to Vegas to gamble. Right. It is not, I, you know, if I'm here on a business trip, I don't do any gambling. I don't do any of the fun stuff because you're too busy. Conversely, if I came here, I'm not visiting agents or carriers. I'm not doing any of that. I am gambling. You know, that is my job. I am, I am here to do that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, I guess the bar is open. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Don, Don Hobby's here. Um, he's stopping by, picking up a, a drink at the bar. And, uh, yeah. But uh, it's, a, it's a fun show. Yes. Again, exhausting. I'll be probably sleeping on the plane on the way home tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's that's all. That's what. Okay, here's the other thing that I love doing in Vegas is that when you're getting watch people at the airport. Yeah. When they're going to the coming off the plane, smiles, laughing, joking, all of that. Every flight to Vegas is kind of like a little party. You know, people are just you know cheering and happy and talking and yelling up and down the plane. Every person leaving Vegas. Looks like they're road hard and put away wet. I mean, it is. It's you know they're sad, they're downtrodden, they're hungover, they're hungover, they're poor. They made some bad decisions, and then so the flight home from Vegas is always stone quiet. It's like people sleeping. They're like, okay, I got to get back to the real world, and it's one of my you know weird things that I like to watch when I'm at the airport. Here is just all right. Well, uh, I that that person's arriving. He's happy. Oh, she's leaving. Oh man, she had a rough, rough time. <laughs> well, speaking of games, we we like to play. I always like to play the insurance incumbent P E B C. Oh, oh yeah, the, how they dress <laughs> or t- or startup. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, where do I stand in that? Where where I mean, if you you, you know how I dress and all that. You would you would fall in technology the technology category. Okay, and what what is the defining factor of that? Usually jeans, with either a t shirt or a button down and a blazer. Okay, well you you hit on one thing that is an absolute pet peeve of mine. What's that? Wearing a t shirt with a blazer. Um, that that is, I mean, it, first of all, it's horrible. And um, a you know an industry vendor that we were at a show with were all wearing t-shirts with their logo, and then they had jackets. And I'm like, looks horrible. Stop! Don't <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know, I, I'm all about branding, but half the logo was covered up by the jacket. Yeah, and everybody's wearing it, and I'm like, okay. I've known you in the industry for you know twenty years. 
and you're trying to be trendy you know bring that tech vibe and a lot of the people that were there just didn't care yeah so uh, okay you you've gone through and you've talked about the tech look yeah what's the other looks go ahead and define these for me so insurance and company is usually a blue blazer a blue blazer a blue blazer oh so what if you are wearing a t-shirt with a blue blazer no, there, it, it 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 doesn't work that way. Mm. Okay, so there's it's not cross pollinating. No, no. Okay. I mean your your insurance incumbents are usually a white or blue button down with a mm. blue blazer. Okay, and, uh, and they may or may not be wearing a tie. But what about uh, financial, like uh, banking and investors and all that type of stuff? What do they usually go as? Usually, no jacket. Just no jacket, and yeah. Have you noticed that uh, ties have almost completely disappeared? Yes. It's, it's really, you know, the, the casual business environment has just taken over. And, and most, most, at least around here, yeah, I would, I would say that. I think there are probably some industries out there that are still very business formal. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, you know, I, I walked in the meeting once and a guy was wearing a tie. And, you know, people go, are you a Fed? <laughs> <laughs> And I guess I guess uh, only the feds these days are the only ones, you know, continuing the the dress and and everything like that. I don't know. I think the banking industry is still very suits. It's changed. I mean, because I, I, banking has changed completely. And what's what's crazy is that InsureTech Connect is you know modeled after a banking one called I think Check Twenty Twenty that that thing had. I mean, it takes over Vegas, multiple hotels. It's, you know, it just takes over Vegas and it's modeled the same, but over time, the banking industry has become more mobile, you know, kind of like the transformation that insurance is going through. Right. They've already did it. They did it back whenever you could take a picture of a, a check and all that. So I, I think that it's slowly starting to move away from that as well. Mm, maybe. But, uh, that's, uh, rough <laughs> yeah we're both operating i think on fumes this yeah and, and so you know you, you've got uh well I, I know how to reboot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. for somebody took my whiskey I, I cannot believe someone stole the whiskey yeah like they literally sure enough stole it it was a big bottle of whiskey and it's gone yeah and there's and they, no way we drank it all last it, night yeah and there's e- even better liquor over there that would have been the better choice if you wanted to steal something but i cannot believe they stole that yeah i don't know who i don't know who it was yeah it's gone and so nothing else is up there that you drink oh well we got the tito's tito stills works vodka's vodka yeah yeah we need more soda <laughs> It's all about the mixers. I don't drink straight vodka. Hmm. So, is there any uh, any anything that you do drink? Uh, you drink whiskey straight. Yes. Yeah. Depending on the whiskey, but yes. Okay. Well, it, I mixed so bad last night that I just you know I I was <laughs> lost. It was whatever you know. People were like, "Hey, can I buy you something?" You know, what are you drinking? Whatever you're buying. You know, <laughs> that's how it was for the entire evening last night. Yeah. But uh, and. Uh, you know, the other thing about Vegas is it comes alive at night. We talk about how it looks a lot better at night. Yeah. But the people are completely different at night. It's it's almost like people sleep all day and then they go all night. You see people walking out at four in the morning. 
fuck yeah, let's go do this. And, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if I see the sunrise, I become like a vampire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to turn into dust. Yeah, that, but uh, <clears throat> oh, so it's hmm. – where do you th- where do you think uh, they should have the show um, if they didn't have it here? Like heroes in Vegas or heroes in the MGM Grand? Vegas, Miami, Miami. Be as hot and as nasty as. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I was just uh, y- you know a lot of shows they they build themselves as a little bit of a destination. Yeah, and. I think I think the world needs to find a new Vegas, somewhere that is fun, that has all the bells and whistles, but is not Vegas because Vegas has gotten expensive. Yeah, you know, there's no there's no more you know five dollar buffet or comp to everything. I mean, you have to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars. All right, strike that. You need to be losing thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> for you to be comped anytime at the at these days, or you know, just and so it's completely changed from how you know i saw uh vegas grow up you know whenever i was growing up when you were growing up you came as a kid i did circus circus Uh, yeah Yeah. that's a a lot of fun and now it is you go there and it's like oh my god i i i was fascinated with this place and no longer (laughs) It's, (laughs) it's not aged well no but i mean really nothing in vegas ages well you see the hotels, like uh, the hotel we were in last year. It, the the room you could tell was really cool and really great in the nineties. Yeah, and now it's like it just looked dated, yeah. very very dated. Well, I think it's, you know you go hard in Vegas, and everybody goes hard in Vegas, and so that just they never see their room, right? Fifty <laughs> two, it's blurry eyed, and you know six in the morning, and all you do is a beeline for your bed. I got it. Yeah, and so the other interesting thing about this show is the speed dating aspect. Yes. What are you? What are your thoughts on that whole thing? And, and do and explain what it is because my brain's not working. So they create they, well, they do it through their app, I guess, where you can search for the people who are coming to the show based off however they whatever tags they select for their profile. So if you are looking for a carrier, or if you're looking for a technology partner. Or you're looking for an investor, you can search through the attendees for people who meet those criteria and then request to have a meeting with them. And the meetings, you know, you can find through the app a time that is you're both available and you set the meeting and then it says, okay, you're meeting at table 27 at that time on that day. And they have a whole separate area of the show dedicated to these little speed meeting speed dating where you have 15 minutes to sit there and go okay this is what i do and you tell me what you do and then we talk is there an opportunity for us to work together and maybe have a f- more deeper conversation after the so after the show but it just kind of serves as that introduction mm-hmm. into a potential partnership essentially yeah and that's the one aspect of this show that the first year it, it went off like a lead balloon i mean it, it yeah. wasn't great but they've improved on it, and this year I think they've really found their groove. And it's the one aspect of this show that I think could be expanded everywhere. And I think that you could do whole shows that is nothing but the speed dating aspect. Right. Is, you know, say, hey, we're all going to get together, kind of a flash mob. Yeah, where, every, you know, like 
get like a thousand people just to flash down one day, you know, right. you're in and out, you set the schedule. If you know, the schedule's not working for you, you, you punt and you don't show up, you know, and everybody else can reschedule or whatever it is. I think that's the one aspect of the show. That's fantastic that I wish other shows did if done right. Right. I mean, I remember the first year they had those circles. Remember those circles? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it was like a, was it like six by 20 or something? There was six deep, 20 long. Something like that. I don't it, remember, but I just, I remember they had these, these circles. They were just vinyl stickers. I think they had stuck to the floor of the expo hall that, and they were not very far apart. So you were supposed to meet like, if we had, you know, decided we wanted to meet up at the show and it's like, okay, you're meeting at, you know, spot 11, you go to the circle that has 11 on it and you stand there and you wait for the person, other person to come up, but you're, you're standing there, you know, two feet on either side of you. There's another person Uh standing there and everyone's just kind of awkwardly staying there hoping that they don't get stood up. Yeah. And and I got stood up multiple times. I think I only got stood up once. Oh, multiple times. I guess, I guess, I guess no one likes me. Oh, so sad. <laughs> but, uh, um, and you know, but it's great. There, there's a, there's a girl that, uh, I've been trying to, you know, meet and talk to talk with for two years, every single year. There's some reason that we don't walking in the hallway. She goes, Hey, Laird. And I was like, Hey, can we do our speed date now? <laughs> Let's get out of the way. Cause <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get rid of, you know, we're not, we're not going to miss each other. The, the times. And also the other thing is, is that sometimes you have meetings in other places and the MGM grand is big. Yes. It is a hall. Yes. I mean, for you to, I mean, I hit my step goal at 6am. Now it helped it. <laughs> we're going to bed <laughs> going to going to bed was uh it's like uh i remember um three years ago leeds con i was out with uh derek hyde from trust of choice and i hit my step goal at like 2 30 in the morning and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> rest of the day is great yeah you just sit there and you wake up you're like Ah, I don't have to really work out because I know I'm going to walk. And you walk a ton at this show, or really any show here in uh, Vegas, because everything is so far apart. Yes, you. I mean, you. You know, you go out on the the terrace here, and you're like, oh, it's just right over there. That's not that far of a walk. And then you actually start to walk over there. Mm-hmm. An hour later, you finally get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, well, when be, especially when you go, uh, you know, go see the fountains go off every 15 minutes at the uh, last Lager. show at 1215. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There is no, there is no 12:15 show. You sure? I'm sure. You sure? I'm very sure. I've, I've, I've watched, I, I've learned, I've, I've, I've understood, <laughs> I've gotten schooled, uh, you know, and oh, you're going to give me crap for that for the rest of my life. Yep. Hmm. So the backstory on that was that uh, we were hanging out on uh, Beer Park. Is yes. that what it is? It was, we were at the Beer Park. And it, it just overlooks the Bellagio Fountains. And it became clockwork every 15 minutes. Hey, this one's going to go off. And it was like, I'm like, you know, they've got to be like having a finale one. You know, they got to have a real big finale. And the midnight one went off and it was just eh, whatever. And I was like, hey, let's just hang out and wait for the next one. See, see whenever it does go off. And it's like... 1215, 1217, 1220. I guess, I guess it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's nothing more, more, uh, you know, 
demoralizing other than when I'm wrong and I'm anticipating that I'm right. And so I was like, yeah, it's going to happen. I'm right. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> didn't happen. No, it didn't. Uh, yeah. Food wasn't really good. What conference food is? Uh, well, you, if you if you really want to know, <laughs> if you ever want to, the dear listener, if you ever want to have really good food, you need to go to the Omni in Las Colinas, Texas. Oh yeah, and their food is phenomenal. Like if people, I mean, no one ever walks away from a show and is like, man, that, that, that food was great. They're always like, the show is great. I had a great time. Met a lot of people. People were leaving that show and they're like, wow, the food is fantastic. Like that's the best conference food I've ever had. And people still come up and talk about it. Yeah. But oh. now I guess uh, instead of having, you know, the ITC show, we'll just have the ITC, ITC show. show. <laughs> yes, listeners, in case you didn't know what Larry was referring to, the show at the Omni in Las Colinas was our show that we actually did for a few years. Uh, and, you know, you were talking about how this uh, InsureTech Connect is based off the Check 2020 mm-hmm. and how it takes over all of Vegas. And my, my brain immediately went, oh my God, all of those logistics and having to put that event together and because having planned a conference and pulled off several of them, that's a lot of work. And ours was not at that scale at all. So doing something of this size. Yeah. Whenever you have a show that is, you know, people don't know this, but when you have a show that is north of a thousand people on regular occasion, that's that's a full-time job for someone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this this show has six or seven full-time people dedicated to this show that selling sponsorships, deal, dealing with deals, broom blocks. I mean, the things you, you never know, like the room blocks. It, I just thought, hey, they're just blocking some rooms. Hey, being nice, you know, they uh, if, you know, if they don't show up, then you they can sell the rooms and they, they block it out. Uh-uh, that's not how it works. Nope. <laughs> the conference is on hook for those block blocker rooms. Yep. If you actually don't hit the um the attendance, then you have to pay for those rooms. Yeah. And oh man, that you the things you learn whenever you're actually putting on these shows. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. I, I I could not do this. I mean, if it was a full time job, sure, but otherwise not a chance. I mean I had I enjoyed it, but it's still it's like it wears you out. Mm-hmm. And because there are so many tiny little details that you have to think about, like, okay, if we do this reception over here, are people going to know how to get there? Mm-hmm. Or do I need to, I need to create a sign? Where do I put the sign? What does it say? Like just all of these little things. That, and then the programming, right? You have to figure out what the content's going to be because you're asking people to come spend the money to, and time to travel. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you put together some awesome content. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or you just have speed networking. Because uh, uh, I was going to say, there's a lot of shows that I'm like really questioning where their content is, you know, what their content is geared towards. And, yeah. you know, a big pet peeve of mine is I never pay to speak. Like yeah. I never, you know, I bring value, you bring value. So let's do it together. Let's, let's, but, you know, anytime that you have to pay to speak, then. It's an advertisement, and right. I see a lot of that these days. Where it's just get up there; it's a bit of an advertisement. You know, it's sponsored by someone, and then all of a sudden you're talking about them the whole time. It's it's different, but uh, yeah. 
Oh my God, <laughs> we're so broken today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 28 minutes. <laughs> I think we're done. Are you, are you counting down? <laughs> I'm sitting here going, all right, it's time. It's time. Well, you know, we might, we, we might record one more episode while we're here. So we'll, we'll see if we can recharge, reboot. And, we'll, yeah. And, and, Maybe get some more sleep. Yeah. But, uh, um, if you have a comment about InsureTech Connect, were you here and didn't come see us? And, or, you know, do you have a comment on how crappy this episode was? Because we've- <laughs> <laughs> we're both just exhausted. Uh, leave a comment on insurancehappyhour.com or email us at contact at insurancehappyhour.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can tweet with the hashtag insurancehappyhour. Please. Just make sure you, you include Larry because he got a little... Yeah, I did get a little butthurt, <laughs> didn't I? It's like, I mean, everybody's like, you know, is like, oh, Becky, fantastic podcast. Oh, Becky, you know, it's so great. I totally agree with you and all that. It, I'm Okay. We, we we have a new listener, by the way. And, oh, yeah. we're at 11. We're, Yay! Holy shit. I mean, <laughs> no, watch out. But, uh, you know... Exponential growth. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's the right trajectory, I, I guess. It's not going backwards. But, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it was, it was our episode about the, um, can people be a brand? Oh yeah. By the way, it was funny. Justin, you going back and forth last night. He's like, Tiger Woods is a brand. No, you, know, you can't buy And you're like, you can't buy Tiger Woods. You think he, you know, Tiger, then he's like the Tiger Woods moves the needle of golf, you know, and yeah, but it, it was funny. But it was that episode that uh, the comment came across. And the thing is, is I do agree with you. And I've, I stated it. There was a tweet that I did years ago that I, I said it and yeah. agreed on it. But uh, I was the foil in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was the, the detractor. And so everybody agrees with Becky. In the end, it's, you know, nah. No, I'm sure there are people out there who disagree that we just haven't heard from. Oh, yeah. Well, n- and now they know how to contact us. Yes. Laird is L. Rick Sport, so don't, don't make sure you include him so I don't have to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Becky L. Schroeder, not Beckley, like I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Beckley. <laughs> Like I said, we 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 are not doing well today. <laughs> we are not operating on all cylinders. I know. It was funny when we were all at lunch. Generally, we don't have lunch together. When whenever we're at shows, it's kind of like a rule that you go off and you 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 network. You you take people out. You you meet with them and all that. And we um we all just came together for lunch. I mean, it was just like, hey, we're gonna do lunch. Yes, I want to do lunch. The food sucks. I want lunch. Let's do lunch. We sat there, and there was there was gaps of like you know five minutes where no one said a word. I mean, staring off into space. I was looking at how the lighting is done. <laughs> I, was, I was completely <laughs> off page at that point. And uh, but uh, you know, people are looking at their phones and you know all that. But I think you know you come to a show like this where there's so many people and you're talking to so many different people, people you already know, new people, you know, and having a chance to sit down and eat and not have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it can be refreshing. Yeah. And you know, one of the, the other things that I like whenever we, we come to Las Vegas is, you know, I remember back, you know, in the, you know, about 10, 15 years ago when UNLV was a really good basketball <laughs> team and it was a lot of fun to watch. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> 
Uh, see, no one's going to get the joke anyway. So. <laughs> anyway, listeners, if you have not already, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. Yippee skippy. Oh. Should we get some rest, recharge? Yeah, I think I think we need to we, we need to pull the ripcord on this episode <laughs> the day. Well, uh, you know, well, it's been fun. It's been real. Can't say it's been real fun. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Okay, we're going now. Thanks for listening. Because I That's say, why I and, wrote it down. <laughs> and as always, <laughs> is that our ending? You, you always say, "Well, it's been fun." Yeah, and then I say, "And as always," and you finish it off. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I said. <laughs> this is our outro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>